I was just laying awake in the living room floor thinking, what am I going to do with my life? I just felt like a total loser. And at that moment, Satan offered to me an idea to kill myself. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about confidence, love, and acceptance, and how some can use drug substances to try to fulfill something that only comes from the Lord. And today, we'll be talking to Nathan Lee Moore, who was a cocaine addict because it gave him a sense of confidence that he lacked due to his upbringing. And he's going to give us a little insight on what happened in his life and how he got set free from cocaine addiction. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nathan, I am so glad you're sharing about this because personally, I've never experienced cocaine. So I'm glad you're giving us the truth about your past addiction for many to learn today. I understand you grew up in a household that was all about partying and drugs in the first place. Tell us about that. Well, the best I can remember of it, I was there up until I was two and a half, and I just know that there was pretty much always chaos and activity going on there, and I was put off in a side room and more or less forgotten about. Every once in a while, a man would come in and threaten me, tell me to stay on the bed, and I would cry, of course, as a baby, and they didn't want to hear that because they were busy partying. So I slept a lot, and I didn't really know how weak I was until I was adopted and got to start using my legs. Then I realized that I was pretty weak from not being nourished and not being able to be active like most children. And starving, of course, and my hair was falling out. Mm, Wow. The reality of homes that are riddled with drug addiction. The children seem to suffer the most. It sounds like you were so neglected, which led you to later being adopted by another family. But even then, there was some abuse that you went through. Is that correct? Yeah, she abused me in different ways. Verbally, there was also physical abuse of being beaten. And it was tough to endure the school years. Going through that kind of home life, I didn't have any confidence. And the other boys in school picked up on that pretty quick. So I was bullied. And there's just a lot of things that surrounded that. You don't have a father there to help you learn how to be a man. You're left to yourself to learn about life. Wow. I understand. I think many boys and girls who grow up without their dads affirming them struggle with confidence. When did using drugs yourself start coming into the picture? Oh, I started using drugs after I turned 18 pretty much to find a place to fit in in some crowd or some, you know, looking for acceptance. And also had a lot of pent-up anger for all the years of abuse. It started with marijuana, which breaks down your judgment. And then later, I wanted to try the harder drugs. The Coke was just another different high, another way to try to escape from reality. Mm. So as you were escaping from reality with cocaine, why do you think this drug became so addictive to you? Well, I think it was just the instant feeling of becoming extremely confident in myself, which in contrast to before, 
I lacked confidence big time. I had almost zero confidence. And so it created a false escape and it allowed me to try to be this person that I thought I needed to be. So it provided a false freedom in that sense that I could be confident, that I could be more bold, that I could be more energetic, that I could just be all these things that I couldn't seem to be in the so-called reality. But all with a very high price, of course. Everything became about the high. Everything became all about getting more of it and not wanting to come down from it, which, you know, you go without eating when you're on it. You go without sleeping when you're on it because of the energy. And it caused me to think about robbery and try to commit thefts and crimes to get money to get more of the drug. And so my whole existence became centered on the addiction of that drug. Oh, man, that is tough. When your life becomes so centered around the drugs, what happened when you couldn't get the drugs anymore? I mean, I understand you got to a point where you wanted to kill yourself. I was 20 years old. I ended up living in a drug house, ironically, at the age of 20. I had my own stash, and my buddy and I just kind of went on a binge, and we ran out, and I was miserable, and I was coming down from it. And I was just laying awake in the living room floor thinking, what am I going to do with my life? I just felt like a total loser. And at that moment, Satan offered me an idea to kill myself, and it just sounded like a strong negative thought, but I knew who it was coming from, and I declined that offer. Hmm, wow, that is crazy. What happened after that? So after I <laughs> declined that offer, I heard the voice of Jesus Christ, and he asked me, do you remember me? And mentally, I couldn't remember him, but in my heart, his voice sounded like a voice that I must have heard a hundred years ago, which that makes no sense, but I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was Jesus Christ. His voice conveyed perfect love, perfect acceptance. And when I heard him say that, I said, yes, Lord, I remember. And all of a sudden, it's just like a revelation. I just knew Jesus is the answer. I was laying there looking for answers, trying to find a purpose for life. And that hit me. This is it. I need to be saved. I need to be forgiven of my sins. I need to live for the Lord. Oh, my gosh. You are encountering the presence of God Almighty. No one preaching to you, not even at church, simply Jesus saving your soul and you receiving him. Amazing. But did anything from that point change? Well, I prayed and I said, Lord, please get me out of this situation, this drug house, because I don't want to stay with this. And he got me out of there. I said, if you get me out of here, nothing will prevent me from being saved. And very quickly, I ended up living somewhere else. Wow, my gosh. Jesus literally delivered you from your situation. Yeah. But some might not believe you could so easily get set free from cocaine addiction. Yes. How many years have you stopped using the drugs? In this coming January, it'll be 20 years. I'll be clean. My gosh. It sounds like you got the confidence and acceptance that you've always been deep down inside looking for. What I love is that Jesus gave you the confidence that doesn't ever go away or go down, you know, like the drugs. What would you say to someone who struggles with addiction, even maybe right now, and maybe they feel like they cannot overcome it? What would you say to that person? I would say, don't give up because whether you feel it or not, whether you realize it or not, you're the apple of God's eye. He loves you with an unconditional love that cannot be explained in our words. And you are worth so much more than you realize. Ah, I love it. 
You are worth more than you realize. Nathan, thanks so much for sharing what God has done in your life. May He continue to do it in the lives of others. God bless you. Hang on. I'm going to dive deeper about confidence right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, this is shocking to find out that Nathan's drug addiction seemed to circle around his lack of confidence within himself, and the cocaine addiction seemed to provide a temporary fix to that. However, the cost was great, as his addiction spiraled out of control, as it pretty much always does. If you think about it, drugs is just always going to take you to a place where you don't want to go. There's a reason why these substances are illegal, because they aren't good for us. Now, for me, I never did cocaine. But there was a time when I lacked a lot of confidence in my life because I was always relying on others to build me up to have that confidence. I constantly needed others to affirm me. That was like my drug. And it had negative consequences on its own as I would always need that and try to get that from relationships. But when I found Jesus Christ, I discovered a newfound source of confidence, what Nathan has also discovered. A confidence that was no longer in my own abilities or strengths but a confidence that the Lord was with me. And because he's with me, he will make up the difference in my weaknesses. You see, it is written in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This was God's promise to Joshua. But Jesus states it again that he will never leave us or forsake us. That's you and me. When I discovered this as a reality in my life, I no longer walk around as I'm standing on my own two feet. Rather, I'm standing in Christ and through Christ, I don't have to have confidence in myself. I don't even have confidence in myself, friends, but I have confidence and I trust in God. Did you know that this is written in Jeremiah 17, 7? Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Friend, I have found these scriptures to be true and soul fulfilling. Like my soul is literally filled from the inside out. I don't have those old confidence issues anymore. I don't sit there and worry about failing anymore. In fact, I don't mind failing because I believe it's part of the pathway to success. Now, God is a loving God, and His confidence will be reflected through us if we put our trust in Him. How about you? Do you struggle with getting things started? Maybe you feel like, I'm scared. I'm going to mess up. I'm not going to be able to do well. 
these thoughts can plague our hearts and our minds and we never get going. You know, there's dreams that are living inside of you that have not yet been expressed because maybe your confidence is in yourself. And if your confidence is in yourself, you got to be big and bad enough to make it happen and deep inside. And this is not an insult because I know this. Deep down inside, we know we don't have enough. And that's the problem. When you rely on Christ, when you rely on his power, he will be the wind behind your sails. He will be the power behind you and everywhere you go, the Lord will be with you. I sense there's someone right now who needs this, who needs to know the Lord in this way. So Father God, we come to you. Jesus, we don't have enough in ourselves. We know deep inside we're not good enough that we don't have enough to quote unquote make it. But Lord, I believe that you will strengthen our weaknesses and that you'll make up the difference, Lord, as we trust in you. So right now for the person who's never trusted in you, Jesus, we trust in you. We believe in you. We receive you. We give our lives to you in Jesus' mighty name. Imagine your life where God is there who's going to be in control of your life. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to awakeningthenations.com and click guest audition on the top menu. See you next time.